Welcome to Cybility Savvy, the show that demystifies cybersecurity for not-for-profit boards and leaders. Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Leovorg, founder of Cybility Consulting. It's October week two of Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Last week, we spoke about the importance of passphrases, long and strong, three random unrelated words. We talked about multi-factor authentication and using those authenticator apps on your phone if they're available. And finally, we spoke about the importance of software updates across all those systems. This week, we're going to talk about how we can fight phishing. Now, phishing continues to be one of the easiest ways for an attacker to compromise any organisation. Unfortunately, they only need to succeed once, whereas we need to try and defend all the time. So what can we actually do to try and fight against this? I'm going to say something that might be a little bit out there for a cybersecurity professional now, because I don't actually think it's reasonable to expect people to stop it by themselves. I think what we need to do is actually create an environment where they can try and be vigilant, know how to recognise phishing, but it's safe for them to report if they do actually click on something or open an attachment and things aren't uh, as they should be. So as a leader, it's your responsibility to help create that psychological safety for your people so that when something does happen, they recognise it, they report it, and you also have those defined incident response procedures in place to actually act on it. Whether you're a small organisation or a large one, it's still important to have that response procedure. It will just have different forms depending on the complexity of your organisation. In terms of how to recognise, you know, there's lots of things. And certainly throughout the pandemic, it was just like Christmas has come at once for the cyber security uh, criminals and attackers out there. Because having COVID-19 in a subject line related to, you know, you need to open this to sign up for your NHS vaccine or perhaps a text message, which is known as smishing, where, you know, you click here to book your appointment. It was just so, so easy playing off people's worries and that urgency that they'd create. Also, think about your sort of standard scams. You know, if it looks fishy, it probably is, which goes back to recognise it, report it, respond to it. Now, the third message this week is that general one around thinking before you click, whether it's links or attachments in emails, on SMS on your phone. But think about social engineering in the wider context as well. What we've seen is that attackers, uh, for example, in the hospice in the UK uh, up north a few years back, that was a combination of using a phishing email with a follow-up phone call. That's known as vishing, by the way. Uh, and it's that combination of things that then add credence and make it more convincing for people to fall for some of these scams. I'm actually going to add a fourth message into this week, and that's thinking about your responsibility as a leader to make it 
easier for your people to do the right thing. Things like investing in fishing simulations. There's a wonderful example, or not, depending on which way you look at it, where an organisation sent out a convincing looking email from HR advising of a pay award for staff. It was a phishing simulation by the IT department. You can imagine how upset a lot of people were, especially in the current climate where lots of people have had their pay frozen. So phishing simulations can be a good investment in terms of helping people um, as long as the education comes at the right point in the process and is something they can engage with, not actually be distracted by or resent because it's blocking them from doing their work. Different tools have different ways of doing this. So if you do choose to invest, have a think about that. You want an education awareness program around phishing that supports your staff to do the right thing, not a blame game. One of the other things you can do if you do do phishing simulations and you're a leader who falls for it, record a little video, talk about what happened, share it with your staff. It will help create that all important psychological safety to report. Now, the final thing I'd like to say to you this week about phishing is if you have the money to do so, invest in technical solutions to remove the emphasis on your staff to protect the organisation. Allow technology to help you where it can. Now, this might take the form of email filtering solutions. It might be some sort of protection on the device itself for you know malware protection if somebody does actually click on something. One of the things I'd like to point out is they don't all have to be expensive and quite often people will be sold these all singing all dancing solutions when actually you've probably got things that can do part of the job already it's just they may not be configured appropriately so before you invest in new tools ask the question whether it's of your IT service provider or your in-house team what phishing controls do you have at the different layers in the process to actually help protect your organisations. That rounds up week two of Cybersecurity Month. Remember, recognise it, report it, respond to it quickly. I hope you come back and join us next week when we'll be talking about charities fighting against fraud. I might also just have a little chat about cybersecurity skills and the skills gap because uh, next week there's a focus on cybersecurity careers as well. Look forward to talking to you then. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. If you found this useful, please subscribe and share on Twitter and LinkedIn. I would also appreciate it if you could take a moment to rate and leave a review. You can contribute to future episodes by visiting our website to share your cybersecurity concerns and questions. The link is in the description. This show was written and produced by me, Michaela Leavorg, and co-produced and edited by Anna Garner. Music by CFO Garner. I hope you join us next time.